Welcome to Every Day is Macaroni. I'm Joy Alfred Brand. And I'm Juliette Connell. And we're the hosts of Everyday Macaroni, the podcast. This podcast is a look at the lighter side of life, where we talk about our adventures as a modern blended family. So sit back, relax, and prepare to have your funny bone tickled. Okay, Garden Ho. How are we we starting this? This is the first episode that I am recording with my sister-in-law. Hello there. Hello, hello. And we're talking about everyday macaroni. So everyday macaroni, let's explain. Let's give a little background before we get started. Mm -hmm. Okay. I got married to Ron in 2005 and married into one of the most entertaining families I've ever met. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And eventually, as time progressed, I started writing books and stories and things like that. Something I've always loved to do even since I was a kid. And eventually, Ron and Juliet and their parents, Al and Lita, talked me into writing a story about them. And I decided, okay, I'm going to take a crack at it. And this past year, I started working on a book called Everyday Macaroni, talking about everyday macaroni. (laughs) So it's hard to talk about in this way, in this context. Ask me some questions. Help me out here. Well, it's a little surreal. Right. I think that everyone's family dynamics are different. Everyone's relationships with family members are different. And I think those differences, things that could make us pull out our hair sometimes, (laughs) could sometimes be of some sort of comedic relief to those on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. as evidenced by my big fat Greek wedding. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and I think a big thing that really plays into this for me too is how I grew up so differently than you and Ron. Right, yeah. And I think that you being one of the first to kind of join the family that was so completely different. I mean, Ken joined in and his family was kind of your traditional American Irish family was different too (laughs) in lots of different ways. Yes, but you guys got married early. You have been together since high school, so. Right. Yeah, we got married really, really early. And on top of that, we already knew each other. So, you know, we've known each other since 15. So the families kind of already knew each other. And I don't necessarily know that we we were that different until you came in and and we sort of the interloper that's the right. outsider we we started to see some of the some of the differences and kind of start poking fun well, at some of the that's funny because i never i don't know that we've ever really talked about this how i appeared to the family i mean i know but first of all i was 33 when we got married And I think that that might be the big difference, that Ken was already introduced at 15. Mm -hmm. So I think who we are at 15 versus getting the next person in and you're already in your 30s, I think your 
your objectivity is a, is a little different. It's a little more skewed. Uh, you are looking at it as an adult as opposed to a 15-year-old growing up with these people. You know, I mean, Ken's already part of the family. Oh, yeah, was he has been. since and so 15. That role is, is cemented. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. And when you started talking about this whole everyday macaroni thing, it really got Ken and I to start thinking about, holy cow, there there really are some big differences, whether they're cultural or whether they're, you know, American and European economic differences, mm-hmm. Huge you know, differences. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. What norms are in one household and they are completely in another does bring but that's part of the beauty of it too i have so enjoyed sitting back and watching and experiencing that different family dynamic so different than mine so it has been a good experience for me in that way and the extra bonus that comes on top of it is how funny it is Oh, because yeah. it's funny. It's hysterical. Absolutely. It's hysterical. Yeah. And I think it's great, especially in this time where differences are pulling people apart. I think differences, the way we're handling it is to find the humor in it all, because really what it is, is, is just that. I mean, it's different to you. It's different to me. You can completely be different and, and well, laugh but, about it and learn. But also it shows you how much you're the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Right, absolutely. So, okay. Tell the story about everyday macaroni. (laughs) (laughs) Tell one story about everyday macaroni or the whole thing? (laughs) So when I was trying to think about what to title the book, Mm. I just decided, okay, I'm going to call it everyday macaroni. Gotcha. You tell that story. Okay, so of course we we grew up in Patterson, New Jersey. Well, let's back up just a little bit. Okay. So your parents... Mm-hmm. are from Spain. Well, your dad is from Spain via Uruguay. <laughs> right. So obviously we're all familiar with Franco mm-hmm. and, you know, and his involvement in Spain, <laughs> although many of us would like to forget it. There were a lot of families that fled Spain in enough time <laughs> to not have to succumb to a lot of the, the regime, the Franco regime. And my dad's family was one of them. They so they got up, out early. So they got out early enough that they went down to South America to Uruguay and, you know, lived there happily. Whereas um, my mom's family all stayed in Spain in a northern province of Galicia up in Spain. And they, they kind of lived through that whole, that whole thing. So... <laughs> My dad ended up coming up to the United States somewhere in his early 20s. I think it was around 22 years old. And they met up as families did back then. You know, I know of a really good looking Spanish guy, (laughs) but maybe we can pair up with your Spanish daughter. And (laughs) that's kind of what happens, you know, friend. That's right. The love match. And all friends kind of stayed together and whatnot. And well, also language. And language an is definitely a big part. Yeah. Your parents didn't learn English until they'd been here for a while. They spoke Italian first. Yeah, which is a story unto itself. Well, you know, we'll they, talk about that later. Right. They were married, briefly lived in a three-family home that my grandparents owned in Patterson. They lived there, ended up moving over to, to Los Angeles area, and living there for a good seven or eight years, I believe. 
and just missing family too much. So they moved back over to the East Coast and came back to Patterson, which is, you know, where, where they were, where family was, that I should say. And, you know, in that three-family house lived my parents downstairs, my grandparents on the main floor, my uncle Roman, my aunt Pat, and their daughter you said Amy. I remember that they. Yeah, and because I get confused, you have an uncle Roman and an, a great uncle Roman. Right. Okay. Yeah, right. I, I forget that too. <laughs> but okay, so Amy and Pat and Roman. Right. Amy, Pat, and Roman. They lived upstairs in one of the apartments upstairs. My parents lived in this a basement apartment. Then you know, and and my grandparents on the main floor. It was it was nice. One of those buildings there. There's only a small kind of alley in between the each houses building, yeah. of each building, and really, what goes on in one person's backyard is is heard two, three, four doors down, mm -hmm. depending on how loud you want to speak. And we were lucky enough to have a very loud Italian family next door. Oh, and now let's let's be clear here. Mm. Uh, there's a little bit of loudness in your family too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, there. I'm just saying. Totally is. Yes, absolutely. Anyway. Luckily, not. I guess not loud enough to kind of drown out what was going on next door. I guess I don't know. But they were characters. You know, we were a little younger. I was around three or four. The kids next door. I mean, they were not kids. They were, you know, adults by the time we lived there. <laughs> the owner of the house next door. I think his name was Donato, and his wife, Lydia, lived next door. Donato used to love to be outside, away from Lydia, and get his alone time with his blasting of his opera outside, you know, and his either cup of coffee or his, or his glass of wine outside. And the rest of us all got Enjoying a chance to <laughs> yeah, hear the opera. <laughs> the everyday macaroni comes specifically from one of one of the sons of this couple and they would all come home uh, I, as I said they were adults so they would go out they'd go work or whatever Lydia she was your stay-home mom and always was uh, I'm not even sure that she spoke too much English but enough that we all understood her and the whole neighborhood <laughs> and the whole neighborhood that's right and the son would come home, you know, a hard day of work, and he'd stomp down the alley and come on in, open the, open the gate to their yard, and he would yell up at his mother. I mean, because God forbid, you know, you open the door and go inside and have a conversation. Hey, Ma, what's for dinner? The rest of us could all hear it. <laughs> and she would open the window or, or put her head out the window, and she would say, Oh, we're having macaroni. And the the son would be like, Oh, Ma, every, every day, day it's macaroni. macaroni. <laughs> and hence, every know, day macaroni. A uh, book idea was born. Well, <laughs> a book title was born. Another part to the story. Hmm. Now, before we get to the rest of the story, let's hear the first part of the story straight from the horse's mouth. Those neighborhoods, old neighborhoods, about 100 years old, so yeah. the, all the houses were like yeah. that in the city, yeah. right? And we all share the, the grapevines, for example, starting that one. Mm -hmm. And everybody <laughs> had the vines yeah. in the backyard. Yeah. 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 And we all had a yard yeah. to plant tomatoes and, and, and mm -hmm. things like that. Everybody and this, uh, this Italian guy, the, the, 
What's living there? Donato. Next door. Donato. Donato. Y ella sí. se llamaba and Sundays, Lidia. We Lidia. have music. He sat down in the bar. And he listens to uh, opera or something. Opera. opera. Yeah. All the way up. The, you the know, that's neighbor, me. Oh, that's right. We had to use <laughs> here there. And we were right there. So imagine. You enjoy the opera? Donut. Too? <laughs> it, uh, la donna immobile. While you move the donna. And he was like. And he was like he was in heaven. In, sitting <laughs> down <laughs> in the backyard. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, no, And he sing along with the music, and we are beautiful. Thank God we don't mind this music, but... Yeah, but you, you're like, no, shut up. No. <laughs> and so the kids come from school, all right, because at that time, school or work, it was a teenager kind of kids. And yeah, ah, uh, mama, um, eh, oh. And many times they won't say mama, no, they will say Lydia, yeah. Lydia, eh, che manciamo oggi? Eh, macaroni, oh, sempre macaroni, every day macaroni. <laughs> it was, it was uh, the neighborhood yeah. was like that, everybody was. If you hadn't guessed already, that was a recording of my in-laws telling the story of Everyday Macaroni at my prompting, probably at our last in-person Monday night family dinner before quarantine hit. And they did a great job of telling the story, as they are wont to do. I asked them to tell it in careful detail so I could recount the story in my book. And now for the rest of the story. So... You've been to Spain a couple mm-hmm. of times mm-hmm. over your lifetime, and so have I. Yep. Before I met Ron, but after I met Ron, we actually got engaged in Spain, and we went over, and this, your grandfather was still Now, your grandmother had passed away, but your grandfather was still alive, and we would all stay at his house when we went over. The two times I went, uh, we stayed at Papa's house, and Papa Manolo and As you can see, there's a theme here, right? We're always living with each other, right? right? And there's all, the houses are all multifamily houses, right? generally speaking. And so we were all staying at his house, and there was plenty of room for everybody. You know, it's a good-sized house in Spain. And Tarabello, right? It's a, Tarabello. Tell, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I speak no Spanish, and the little bit of Spanish that I do speak, I speak it very poorly. Just keep that in mind as we continue on. So it would be dinner time, and your mother and your Aunt Peppy, they would make dinner in the, there in the house, in the kitchen, and your grandfather would come in, and he would ask, what's for dinner? Obviously in Spanish. And they would say, oh, we're having whatever. And he would go, oh, everyday macaroni. And so, of course, it became a joke. And then we come back to the United States, and we've been married for a while, and your mother and father are... We're having dinner over there, and someone would ask, oh, what's for dinner? And your parents would answer whatever it was they were making. Oh, we're making chicken or whatever. And then someone would invariably say, ah, everyday macaroni. Mm, And it became a big joke. So that's how I got this title for the book. Right. The idea is to talk about blending people with two different backgrounds and families and things like that. And so that's kind of the, the whole premise. But 
there are so many funny stories and so many just there's so much to talk about. I don't even know where to start. I really don't. Yeah, I, 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 I like that. I mean, it, you're right. It's all these blended families put together. It's all these cultures mm -hmm. coming, smacking together. And on top of that, both our parents are in that age group where the entertainment value is pretty, pretty high. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a big difference between their generation and what they've gone through and what they've seen and what they feel is appropriate or inappropriate conversation or actions between what we feel is is appropriate or true so and i think that that's what brings a lot of the comedic relief to this idea or this book so that's the story of how i decided to write a book called everyday macaroni and how that future book got its name every time i hear that story i crack up I hope you enjoyed listening and sharing a laugh or two with us. Stay tuned for more Everyday Macaroni Adventures on future podcast episodes. And if you want to see some pictures of us, you can follow me on Instagram by searching at Joy Alfred Brand, hashtag Everyday Macaroni, hashtag The Dollar Llama, or on my Facebook page, New Cash View. Again, Thanks for listening and join us for the next episode of Everyday, Everyday is Macaroni. macaroni.